Hey guys, and welcome back to The Natty Scene with your host, AJ Morris. And today, we are back for episode 4 with another cool Natty bodybuilder. And today, we have got Josh Bridgman. So, Josh really doesn't need an introduction, or at least not a massive one, because he has been a guest already on the, the Teen Muscle Radio podcast, which, for listeners who are expecting a podcast from Teen Muscle Radio, it is kind of still running it's a sister podcast but to be fair at the moment i'm really enjoying (laughs) josh opening up his ig story bruh um i'm really enjoying putting out the natty scene podcast because i i look forward to these more as a as a host and i feel like i can just basically get more frequent more enjoyable content out there and that's what i'm all about and i'm sure that josh as a content producer himself can agree when you make a youtube video or when you put out a post it's quite prevalent that you enjoy doing that and i think to a certain extent i was starting to not really enjoy sitting down for an hour talking about kind of very similar things that other podcasts are doing So I wanted to go in a bit of a different direction and do something fresh. So anyway, enough about sort of the direction of the podcast. And now on to Josh. Josh is obviously a men's physique competitor. So we've had bodybuilders so far. Josh is going to be the first men's physique competitor to to step into the podcast arena. And he is prepping at the moment. So he's prepping for shows later into the year. And he has also uh, got a a girlfriend, um, a better half, that's that's prepping also. So we're going to sort of dive into some subjects on that as well, which I find very interesting. Um, And yeah, his girlfriend Sammy has done... Uh, well, uh, I'm sure we'll explain and run through it, but unreal, like unreal. Crazy. Well, yeah. uh, it's crazy what's happened this year with her results, and I'm sure that Josh is going to be replicating some of them very soon. So, <laughs> Josh, the pressure, uh, the pressure is on. Josh, so welcome to the podcast, dude. Welcome back, and how's prep going fo- so far? Like, how are you? How are things? Thank you, mate. Good to be here. I've been so excited since the first episode came out. So to be on it crazy mm. so good um prep's been going well well now i'm at this point it's been going well obviously everyone goes through the bumps and and trying to just getting out the cobwebs getting into that routine of prep um what were the I'm definitely... bumps do you think mate um i think because i've pretty much prepped myself like always and i've always done my own thing and i and i know what i can do yeah. So actually, so actually, because uh, for those of you listeners that don't know, I'm coached by Jordan Peters. Yeah. Um, so so actually, so actually, giving myself to a coach mm. was really is really difficult. Like when I was putting on weight, like okay, fair enough. Like put up calories, get stronger. I've done that before. But when it comes to losing weight and I'm doing things that I think I should be doing maybe faster or sure. maybe I shouldn't shouldn't have added this in so quick and actually doing things that I potentially don't agree with. Yeah. It's been quite quite a hard thing to. Uh, to come to terms with it, as you know as well. Um, so, so yeah, it's 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 been good. It's been good. I, and I've always and I've said from the start, like I'm going to give myself a hundred percent. There's going to be no 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 stone unturned. What he says, I will do, mm. um, and I'll and I'll learn as much as I can, even if it's to the detriment, even if it's to the positive. Like whatever it is, like I, I, that's how you got to learn. You got to get straight into the deep end. I think I have done that. So, yeah. at this point, about five five and a half weeks out, I'm feeling I'm feeling pretty good so far. Yeah, for sure. So, how how long have you been prepping so far, Josh? When did you start? Uh, so I started at sixteen weeks out. Okay. Pro- poss- possibly 
kind of started to bring food down, but still in the massive uh, surplus, probably mm-hmm. 18, 17 weeks out, yes. um, and then kind of moved into actual fat loss phase uh, about 16 weeks. So, yeah, so I'm about 10 and a half weeks deep now. I think I've lost 13 and a half kilos, so, you know, like 28 pound. Cool. And I'm st- and I'm still lifting the same weight as I did when I started. Yes. So that's oh, been the yeah. that's been that's been the mind blowing thing. It's just like Epic, I'm I'm stronger than when I was 14 kilos heavier, nearly. Like it's crazy. Fucking it's mental, bro- mate. And this blown is, my yeah. This is this is why I love like me and you. Like I think me and you bounce back and forth on socials quite a lot and motivate each other. And I think we constantly prove to one another that we can still hold our strength and like yeah. other people are like bro like well, how are you doing this and essentially guys like a lot of this is our mindsets before we started like me and josh yeah. i can remember like even before you started prep when we had brief chats together like we would say that we're gonna like literally leave nothing unturned and make sure that we tick every single box to maximize our strength retentions and you know now obviously you've you've made recent changes to the way that you work and your days and things like that so potentially now you're in a more favorable position to just Mm -hmm. essentially tick boxes and stay in a very chill sort of bodybuilder environment um so yeah what's um what sort of like recent lifestyle changes have you gone through just to sort of briefly walk us through how you've moved sort of i know you were living in london and now you're sort of living back at home so what was the sort of the main reason for the lifestyle change and, and how have you found that impacted uh, your prep in, in so far? Yeah, so I originally was out in the countryside in a place called Stroud um, in the Cotswolds. It's a very, very quaint little little town. And, I, and, and I'd been there for, for a long time. I'd been to uni and things, so I'd been off and I'd come back. But, and I just needed, once I'd finished uni, I needed that change. I needed some new stimulus. I needed... I needed some excitement in my life, so I just thought, fuck it, I'm just going to go to London. crazy, craziest, most exciting place of them all. Yeah. Um, so I went went there. I had a little bit of money saved, but I needed to um, I needed to get a part-time job. So I got, I got a job when I was there, and I did the online coaching thing as like a part-time thing, just yeah. kind of in my extra hours. Um, and I just, I just came to terms with after, you know, six months there, I just thought, am I really living this kind of lifestyle that I want to be living? Like, can I give everything into what I actually want to give to? Um, and I found that I was spending too much time at this other job. I was spending too much time just sitting around and thinking, oh, I need to just relax after that. I don't want to be, I don't want to sit down and relax. I want to be putting all of my efforts into everything that I can do at all times. Sure, man. Um, yeah. and, and, what, and what I've just developed, to be honest, <laughs> um, through kind of watching you and just trying to want to emulating you and, 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 mm. and bringing out the value of what is in what we do um, and amongst a lot of, people who don't give that value is what I've, what I've kind of developed and what I've thought I, this is what I want to do now. Like, this is what I want to do, you know, like that, that I felt that, that fire in the belly. And I thought I need to remove myself from London, go back to scratch, click a reset button and then just, and then just go. And, and, and that's essentially what I've just done. Um, in terms of lifestyle, cause I had a, a job that was on my feet. I just do more walks now to, to match my steps that I was doing. Yeah. Um, everything else, never nothing ever changes it's like it's like whenever you go to a, a seminar does anything change nah, nothing changes you know yeah. the boxes are still ticked so it's not really been a big transition it's just been finding a slightly different routine sure so, sure yeah. awesome well yeah i i know i know exactly how that feels like i had a 
I had a big change in my last prep where I sort of like left work and went into full time online coaching and I was I was doing also some hours in a in a gym uh shift work at that at that point in time and I just I just remember it being like I don't know whether you can relate but I feel like every day I don't feel it so much now but when I initially made that change I felt like every day I was on holiday like every day yeah. I was just like off off that off school feeling which is really yeah. fucking odd because it takes a while to get used to it and you actually like the for, for me now like being where I am in my competition prep I it's gone so fast because I don't even notice days or weeks anymore like they just fly by because sometimes there's always something to do or at least I'm just enjoying things so much that I don't ever like clock watch really or think about yeah. things too much um so I think it's definitely the best environment for us to be in and obviously like we're very lucky I I, yeah, I constantly massively. remind myself how lucky I am to be able to do this so other things with your prep going on so people people love obviously numbers people love data and knowing where people are at with regards to what they eat and bloody how they cook every single damn meal like the amount of times i get asked like yeah. oh, what's that on your oats and i'm like ah oh, come on <laughs> just just leave me alone it's like how many grams of egg whites are you using that meal and i'm like just just have a guess just hazard a guess and just make your own meal for god's sake um so yeah that, that <laughs> I, i'm i'm a bit wound up by these constant stupidity with regards to meals but for you josh your calories started like um you know sort of brian shaw level and uh, and where are they where do they start and where have your calories sort of reached now? And what what give us an idea as to the like the rough changes that were made over the course of uh, sort of the last oh ten weeks, eleven weeks, ten weeks, yeah, ten. Yeah. So um, managed to hit a very nice high in my bulk season of about six thousand two hundred calories. Okay, um, that was five days a week, um, and then two days a week I'd hit probably three and a half thousand. That'd be the rest days. Sure. So it kind of took me to it took me to an average of about six thousand essentially mm. over the week. Um, from there, we did, did an initial big drop of probably about seven hundred calories. Um, so I was actually still eating five thousand three hundred calories, but I lost about four kilos that first week from the seven hundred calorie drop just because of water, because of food in my system. Yeah, of course. Because my body didn't did, didn't actually want to be that heavy, and I could feel it. Like yeah. my body just got rid of that weight so quickly because it's just like thank thank fuck for this because mm. i was really trying to push really trying to push the limit in terms of muscle growth the saurine um, and then from oh the saurine was abundant fully in um and and then um kind of just over the weeks week to week we just took out calories nothing changed from post-workout meal mm. so my post-workout meal is actually the same as when it was um at six thousand calories okay, at the moment nice uh so we just kind of manipulated post post workout, uh, pre pre workout, and then we've just taken up some fats here and there. Cool. Um, very very gradual process. You know, you know, everyone knows the drill. Um, alongside bringing up my activity level, so yeah. my activity's always been at ten thousand steps, just because of work that I was doing in London. So we just kept that the same throughout. I haven't actually changed my steps yet at all. Okay. Um, I've just added added a twenty minute walk before bed, which is a very 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 like really light pace. I just go on a f somewhere as flat as I can find, and I don't worry about hills or anything like that. I just I just go calm, twenty minutes. Yeah. Um, and then just whittle down my calories to about 
Um, I, I go off for meal plans, so it's never kind of exact macros. Um, sure. This was a bit weird because all I used to do was just be on my fitness pal. High day, low day. What can I fit in here? What can I fit in there? So it's a bit of a different approach. Do you find there's um, less food that focus that, that, with that with that approach, mate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah. I just. I just. I also don't know whether the food focus has has come because I've remembered what I did last year and I was just obsessed. Like, why the, do you think the you're obsessed? I, I just think. I just became this this restricted being mm. of just like how much can I restrict myself? How much can I pull here? Can I pull? And I just wanted to push the boundaries as much as I could, and in doing so, I was losing the balance of thinking about food as fuel, and I kind of retaining lost my long term goal in the long retaining form. Like I didn't, I didn't even have any concept. To be honest, I've learned so much this year; it's been crazy. I didn't have any concept of like fullness. I just thought I had to get lean and flat, and I was. I was lean. I was flat. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even think about. Training. Oh, I'm cutting now. I'm not going to get stronger anymore. I'm going to do four sets of twenty every single set. It's just it doesn't doesn't make sense. Yeah. What I was doing. Um. So just that realization of just understanding fullness. Um. And I would say that through my ten weeks, I've had one real refeed, like one real real refeed of about nine hundred eighty ca- uh, carbs. Yeah. Was was nine hundred eighty grams of carbs. <laughs> Fuck you know. Oh, I had about four bagels, like three bananas, jam everywhere. It was uh-huh. insane. Really hard to put away. Yeah, so I've only had was, one. Yeah. And, and, and what, and that what has did your weight do me. after that, mate? Uh, I, I lost I lost weight. <laughs> yeah, I was, I, was, I was point two down. Yeah. Crazy, so, man. Yeah, but I held that for a while. So Yeah, sure. That was quite nice. Um, but the, one of the big take-homes from the last 10 weeks is, is in, in not having these cheat meals or refeed, refeed meals is that my fullness has been so good. Okay. Like it really, really has been so good, and something that I specifically remember not having at all last year was just getting flat for six days, refeeding up as much as I could, getting flat for six days, and it was that process of just trying to get as flat as I could so I could eat more on the refeed day. Were they refeeds though, or were they just cheats when you were doing it sort of uh, last year? Yeah, they were, they were, they were, they were cheap. They were pretty much cheat meals, but yeah. as healthy as I could keep yeah. them. Yeah, there was sure. just no structure, just no structure, no thought process. There was no exact amounts. It was just whatever was in front of me. I was going to eat until I couldn't, wow. and it was just so yeah. de- it was so detrimental. And I was eating five, six thousand calories on these cheat days, Fuck, and yeah. then eating, and then to bring my calories down to two thousand and fifty calories towards the end, like two thousand calories to someone who's eighty five kilos, six foot. Like it's not great. No, nah. doing cardio every day. It's not yeah. great. It's not great. So I mean it, it, I mean, it worked, but it wasn't the most optimal approach, yeah, yeah. like training performance, exactly. etc. Exactly. So, so one of the big questions I've been having is, oh, you've had no refeeds? Oh, but I have them every week and I'm fine. Yeah, that's fine. It's not optimal. Like, yeah. it's it, that's the key word is optimal. And all I'm thinking about is my goal six years down the line. Like, that is what I'm thinking of every single day. So I'm not going to mess up what I do now because I've got six years to think about yet. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Cool. That's that's the main difference, yeah. But yeah, anyway, ended up on about I'm on about three thousand one hundred and fifty calories is my average for the week. Still very good. Maybe three, still very very good. Three four on training days, probably two four ish on non training days. Three hundred and twenty grams of carbs average. Three hundred and thirty grams of protein and about seventy grams of fat is what I'm on at the moment. So I'm eating more than ever. I'm pretty lean. I'm fuller than ever. I'm, I'm feeling pretty good at the moment. Comparative to last time, I know from watching your videos, you were on a decent amount lower protein uh, last time comparative to this. 
uh, what would you say with regards to like levels of satiety and fullness throughout the day in terms of like feeling full as opposed to the physique yeah. um what would you say with regards to that do you feel any fuller between meals how's hunger at the moment and do you think that hunger is potentially kept a little more at bay by having super high protein so I really, really notice the difference between um, so when I wake up in the morning, it's pretty much a protein meal, protein veg meal, yeah, um, every day because I, I wouldn't try. Oh yeah, exactly. Like I wouldn't train until about two or three p.m. and I just, I just don't get hungry. Like I, it, just, it really, really helps. It does. Whether or not it's even placebo, it works. So I don't yeah. care. If, so I don't care if it's a placebo. It works for me. Um, the protein is high. Yeah. Um, lots of comments about that. Love it. Um, just got to ignore probably, it. Probably, yeah, exactly. It was just exactly what I do, and justify it where I need to justify it. Mm. Um, but yeah, in terms of say, uh, say, how the hell you say it? Yeah, uh, yeah. It's been pretty, pretty. It's been pretty decent. I am getting. I am having those days now where I'm a bit like, and I'm still eating a lot of food, but my activity is pretty high. So it's I think, I think that's that probably why. Almost kicking in on like thirty one hundred calories though. That's yeah, yeah, a good yeah. Sign. You're in a very good place, exactly, like exactly. metabolically. That's really good. Yeah, that's exactly that's exactly it. I mean, I've got six weeks left to my first one, and then I've still got to think about the next one, and the next one, and the next one, and that's still that's still another three months. Like cool. I've got to stay this lean, so you've got to be thinking long term as well. Yeah, so it's all you, good. Pull, it's all good pulling calories now to get leaner, but I've got to think about the food I'm going to eat later on. So. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. So, so to to wrap up, sort of what's happened over the last sort of ten weeks. I know that you had off-season coaching from JP and we talked a lot about what you learned through that in our last episode. So if anyone hasn't checked that out, then please do because Josh talks a lot about what he learned from JP over the last sort of off-season. If there were two things that you've really taken home over the last sort of 10 weeks with regards to competition prep and how Jordan approaches things, uh, what would you say are the biggest two things that you've learned and two things that you potentially take into your clients and your own preps in the future? Mm. Yeah, so uh, 100% the importance of keeping your food high. Like, I really, really understand. Like, I can feel the difference. Now, as someone who's competed for the last three years, like, this has been crazy to me to be able to be so full, to get the pumps I'm getting every single day without fail for, for 10 weeks in a row. You know, Maybe one or two sessions that feel a bit shit, but, like, just the importance of just prioritizing that, 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 that training intra post-workout food um, and keeping that food as high as possible for as long as possible has just been has been really mind-blowing in terms yeah. of just like the way I look I look harder I look denser I look fuller look at the pictures I'm like have I really gained that much like let's I, so I'm always kind of waiting until I see I'm absolutely peeled then I can see how much I've actually gained yeah um, but yeah it's like that's been really really important and then also probably one of the most astounding things to me has been the training volume um and just being able like managing your training volume guys will just like allow you to get stronger and stronger and stronger and you're losing weight like i've lost so much weight yeah body weight and i'm still moving this weight like it's, it's it doesn't, doesn't mm. well mine doesn't compute compute what's going on because so i've never ever understood previously you were doing too too much volume way too much volume yeah couldn't recover i was sore for a week it's just not yeah. efficient nothing yeah. is efficient you know it's not optimal like we said optimal is the key word here guys i mean if you want to optimize everything you're doing you need to manage all of these variables and, and i think those two variables the training and, and then the and, and the eating has been 
has been revolutionary because they are and they're also the two key ingredients to bodybuilding and they have completely changed for me over a year and last year you know i was i was pretty confident in what i knew last year and now i look back i'm like shit i didn't know anything you know and that's the best thing about this this business is that every year you're going to be like shit i didn't know shit last year yeah yeah (laughs) that's the thing you constantly adapt and you evolve and yeah, we'll look. We'll look back at this year. We'll probably look back at this podcast and be like, "Fuck that!" <laughs> you know, <laughs> what lot, are we talking a, about? A lot, yeah, a lot of the things that, that that we do now essentially will get will get proven like incorrect, or will get proven that there's a better, like like we said, more optimal way to do things. And we'll hop on that. Like we'll always hop on that. And yeah. you know, a lot of the things are tried and tested and true, and will stay the same for a decent period of time. But the more you learn your body. And the more you learn what works for you, you can find that optimal. And I think that's, you know, what exactly. we're always striving for. So moving on a little bit into a different topic. Like I said, I was going to talk a little bit about Sammy and obviously how things are going with her. Now, what I'm primarily interested in knowing from you is how has it been this year uh, prepping with a girlfriend prepping alongside you? Because... Sam, like for for people that don't know, you've you've been with Sammy for a very 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 long period of time, haven't you? Um, how yeah, long have you yeah, been with yeah. Sammy? Five years, six years? Uh, before this year, for this year. Amazing, still that's crazy. So you've obviously you've prepped considerable amount before. She knows what it's like. Yeah. She knows yeah. what you're gonna be like. She knows your sort of your routines. She probably yeah. knows like a lot about you, like hella amounts. So. Yeah, yeah what's it what's it been like when she's now in a deficit and she's not not only in just a <laughs> calorie deficit but she's also getting in a bikini and getting on stage competing and trying to win like what yeah. what has that been like is it what's the positives and also what have been potentially some of the negatives like be honest i'm sure that she won't mind yeah, yeah, being yeah. honest no she won't mm-hmm. uh, i'll do i'll do the positives first okay <laughs> uh it's been amazing like I've re I've enjoyed being on the other side of the table because I realized what a dickhead I was. <laughs> like I realized, like I realized, like I really pushed the boundaries last year, and that, but that also came with the dieting and the training that I was doing. I've been a lot better this year. Yes. Um. Yeah. But it's been it's been really motivating. Cool. To just to to observe. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I watch your prep every day, and I see how you look nearly every day. I see your face change. Like I can see mm-hmm. that. But like to actually see that person every single day and to of majority of our relationship known her as like i'm not going to say a bigger girl but like someone who hasn't been shredded yeah yeah, yeah. Um, like it's just been crazy because it's been a goal of hers for so long and for her to actually just it was a mental switch that i saw happen and she just flicked that switch and it was into routine okay that's it variable 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 tick 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 and it just came off and 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 it's been so motivational to watch for myself. Like, it's, like I go into sessions like, shit, like, that's my motivation right now. Um, and then, like, actually watching her compete is pretty emotional. Like, I almost get more nervous than when I'm competing. I'm, like, I shaking. Bet, I'm I like, bet. this is it. Like, I've seen every single – I've seen every tear. I've seen every blood. I've seen every happiness. I've seen everything. Yeah. And just so, – so, so just see something like that manifest. It's just been, like, really – like, probably the most inspirational thing that I've seen this year. Yeah. Or, probably probably in the last like five years like for me personally mm. it's just been crazy 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 so uh, we definitely become more in tune with each other sure 
Um, I can I can definitely tell when she's not not ready to have a sit down conversation about I don't know life or anything. She's just like I need this food right now. Shut up, like proper but, hanger. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I've learned the benefits of vegetables, as she will often snack on a whole courgette. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was gonna ask. Yeah, because I, I imagine like her food being lower, her cardio being higher. Yeah, you sort of look at her and you're like, man, like with my food and my cardio, I should learn to man up. <laughs> I know. No, it's, yeah. I sometimes compare uh, my cardio to like bikini girls, and I'm like, uh, I'm fine. I, I can do this. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, yeah, I just been. It's been one hell of a journey, one hell of a journey, like so many ups, so many downs, um, but it's been really, really good to get to the end of the journey or even just to make the next step in the journey because obviously she's now qualified for Worlds and Arnold's and all this kind of crazy. It's been mind-blowing to see, uh, very emotional. But overall, very much worth it, yeah? <laughs> much worth it, yeah. 100% worth it. Yeah, you do yeah. it over and over and over and over again. Yeah. Uh, in terms of negatives, um, definitely step on each other's toes quite a lot you know okay yeah, um, yeah. that's understandable do you think i do you think i should do this do you think i should do that i don't know remember and then it just it's just like little stupid arguments just happen very very easily yes um, especially as I, especially the last few weeks as i've started to have a few shit days mm. i've been pretty good the focus has pretty much been okay sammy's competition sammy and it's been quite good for me because i don't think about my own prep i just do it yeah so okay we think about this competition okay is everything ready next competition is everything ready now it's me so now everything is josh have you posed this have you done this uh send me your pictures from today josh what's your weight today like that's the shift and it's been quite nice to not actually have to focus every single week on my prep you know i remember last year every week send all my checking pictures to sammy all my weights all my feedback same thing that i would like do to myself and, and it just became quite an obsessive uh, routine that we got into. Just like, has this happened? Oh, my God, have I lost this much weight? Have I got this far? And it's just like, it's been quite nice to just shift away. Just let me get on my thing on the background and just have her in the forefront. Yeah, but yeah. Obviously now, but now it's done. So the last six weeks into me and then it'll be two weeks for both of us. And then we just, so we just kind of alternate where our focus is at the moment. And the moment it's on me. So sorry. Cool. I think that's yeah, that's a really, really good roundup, and I think a lot of people won't ever experience this kind of thing, and a lot, and some people will. Like with the sort of both competing at the same time, I think it's. I think most people that I've ever seen either decide to do it and they both set out on a task together and they both prep in the same year, or some others just appreciate that that is never going to fucking happen and the relationship will be in tatters by the end and they don't do yeah. it and they compete in separate years. So the fact that you you two have been able to you know, do this and stay very, very strong and supportive of each other, I think from an outside looking in, I think that's probably developed around the fact that Sammy saw you compete uh, for a couple of years beforehand um, and that you had such a strong, stable relationship before you went into things together. Because I think, you know, if you're in your first year of a relationship and you both were both were just like, you found each other on Instagram and you both started prepping and I think yeah. that would probably end in a bad way. So yeah. I think the stability that you guys got is, um, you know, very admirable. So a really good job. And obviously both of you are, are killing it. And I think... It is certainly a motivating a motivating aspect for both of you to have each other driving towards the goal, the goal for sure. Definitely. So, Definitely. Um, to, to to give listeners an idea as well, like what uh, what are your specific show plans? Like when is uh, not when we know when it is five and a half weeks. What show is it? 
and then what shows potentially are going to follow that one in five and a half weeks? Yeah, so the first one is Birmingham Qualifier, uh, UKBFF. Yep, UKBFF. Um, I wanted to try something different. I did the competition the week before, week before the Welsh last year. Uh, they say, I mean, you never know how hard a qualifier is going to be, but I wanted to just get into the the tough, the toughest one of the year, which tends to be the Birmingham one. So I wanted to jump straight in. Snap. Like I'm here to, I'm here for business this year. I've never, you know, I've, I've never been so on point for so long. Like this is the year that I just want to make make my stamp on the industry. Yes. Um, uh, September Arnold Classic in Europe I absolutely bombed out of it last year during my peak just came in flat and watery and looked like a little boy on stage because they're a lot bigger as well so I kind of want to just see if I can exactly see if I can get the top 15 that would be very very nice um, and, and is then this men's categories now mate Are you out yeah yeah so they're all, yeah. all men's now yeah um, I think it was it was men's last year as well so the year ah, before, yeah. a couple of years ago it was juniors okay. so men's last year men's this year Completely bombed out of the Arnold's. See if I can get retribution. British finals. I want top three straight up. Like that's the way it's the way the cookies got to crumble. Fifth last year, got to be top three this year, or I'm not going to be happy. Probably won't be happy unless I win anyway. But <laughs> but yeah, it's just the competitive thing I that I have in my mean, head. Man. I know what you mean. <sighs> I mean, oh, it's so frustrating because I, I, I mean I I was really really chuffed with last year because being 24. You know, in the in the untested yeah. federation, like it's quite difficult. Like a lot of the guys are very clearly, not that any anything against them, but very very clearly on something or on some supplements. Sure, sure. Um, so I was very happy with what I did, but big part of me was like, still want to win though. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. that's uh, so then I'll do that. British finals October thirteenth, and then the week after rounding up the season will be the Diamond Cup, and Amazing. that'll be it. Stackly. The, the 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 bigger the show, like it gets more stacked, and obviously yeah. like, towards the end of the year, it's going to be pretty cool to watch what you're doing, and obviously peaking between like week to week, it's going to be difficult. I've got the same probably probably the same task going on myself with a few shows where I'll do one one weekend, and then the next weekend I'll be doing another one after it. So yeah, it's going de- definitely going to be interesting to follow this for sure. Um, one other thing that I was going to ask as well is um, with regards to what you are doing um, coming up to... Ah, yes, yes, this is what I was going to ask. I had a brief moment of mind fog there. Right, so with Men's Physique, what was the reasoning behind that? When you started competing and you looked at shows and, and wanting to get into things... What was the reasoning behind the choice of men's physique, and is there any chance in hell that you'll ever step on a bodybuilding stage? Um, so I kind of fell in love with the idea of going to the Olympia and being an IFBB pro, and I see. right, and all and all this, this, this. I mean, I don't want to say it's a shame that UKBF is the only only way to the to the Olympia, but just happens to be that that's what it, that's that what is it is yeah that's the way and i just i just you just look in the mirror and you say well I'm not going to be big enough for classic physique so i'm not going to do that like it's legit as easy as that like i'm i'm not big enough i'm probably not going to be able to get big enough for a classic physique pro um, yeah. without taking steroids so mm. i was just like you know what let's see how far i can do, do the physique naturally see if i can get a pro status mm. and, that's it. and that's it and, and that was literally it um, and with regards to like natural bodybuilding, do you ever look at natural bodybuilding shows and think, 
I like that. I like that look. Do you like the aesthetic look of bodybuilding, or have you always preferred the look of a men's physique pro? Uh, yeah, I think I've always preferred the look of a men's physique pro. Interesting. Just nice. really nice lines. Just, just that. I, I mean, I guess it definitely it, favors it for sure. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's still, it's still kind of classic bodybuilding-y, but like, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not interested in. In trying to, I don't know. I just, I just, I just love that that easy on the eye. Mm. Not don't have to get hella grainy and hella fucking like yeah. shredded glutes and stuff. Like, I mean, I don't get me wrong. I'd love to do that at some point, but mm. at, at the moment, like, I just love that easy on the close. eye aesthetic. Like, I must, I must get close. You must, I didn't really. I didn't. You even, I, you know, this is it. I didn't even check last year because I didn't know what that was. So I didn't yeah. even look. I never. I didn't look at my glutes once. I looked at my hamstrings, I, and I was I, like, okay. Yeah, I bet. I bet you got close because your upper was very peeled. So I bet you were not too far off. Like whether you had enough glute development, I don't know. But I bet you were not far off, to be honest, mate. Um, which is which is crazy for a fucking men's men's physique competitor. Um, so cool. <laughs> Josh, we will we will wrap things up there. Um, this has been awesome. Thanks very much for giving you well, giving us an update on your prep and how things are going. So, of course, guys, if you aren't already following Josh, um, make sure that you do. Make sure that you go and visit the bio below in the YouTube comments and uh, and follow all, all of his socials. He puts out videos. He's just put up one today actually on on YouTube. I think it was a Q and A. And he pops up regular vlogs, which have some pretty cool edits in them as well. He's like Guzman on the move in the UK. And, <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, so follow the rest of his prep on Instagram as well. Uh, guys, thank you very much for tuning in to episode four of The Natty Scene. We'll see you back later in the week, most likely with episode five. And, yeah, cheers, Josh. See you in a bit. Thank you, guys.